Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, believe it or not, February 11th will mark a full decade since Whitney, the voice, Houston's untimely passing at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. Didn't We Almost Have It All in Defense of Whitney Houston is the latest book from journalist and culture critic Garrett Kennedy. And in it, he explores the complexities and dualities of the singer's life. Please welcome Garrett to the show. Hey, Garrett. Ah, I'm such a fan. Thank you for having Mm -hmm. me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Garrett, you know how much I love you from, like, just being on social media and just following you. Like, (laughs) this is such a moment, and I'm so, 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 so proud of you. Like, seriously. Thank you. Thank you. And you know we go back to Rihanna, but that's another (laughs) story for another day. You know. (laughs) But, uh, Garrett, please walk me and the listeners through what inspired you to write this book and why now? You know, I really thought it was important to um, celebrate her um, in a way that I just wasn't seeing as somebody who has loved her forever. I felt like we spent so much time really only kind of talking about the tragedies that befell her and her family, or, you know, we're constantly talking about the national anthem or constantly talking about I will always love you. And I think those triumphs are incredible and they're extraordinary, but there's so much more to celebrate about this woman and what she left us with that I felt like let's have a moment to sort of reflect on how far we've come as people, because the truth of the matter is part of her story and her tragedy is how awful we were culturally Mm -hmm. to her. Um, And I wanted to write to that. I wanted to speak to that, but I also wanted to write a piece that says, you know, this is how far we've all come and hopefully we never do this again. Right. Because we're in this moment where we are having these conversations about the ways in which, you know, we have treated our women in pop music. Hmm. You know, I feel like the question that everyone always asks, like authors who like write biographies on, you know, celebrities, is like, what new did you learn? But honestly, I want to know, like, what did you learn about yourself while writing this project? Mm. I mean, you know, the, the, the first thing, I mean, honestly, was sort of kind of, you know, me finding my own voice because there was no book like this that existed, you know, on an artist like Whitney. But also, you don't, we don't get to see books like this on um Black artists, which is books rooted in scholarship, books rooted in, you know, cultural criticism. Um, That was coming up so much in conversations. You know, I would hear that. Well, what what is there new? What is there new? What is there new? And let her rest, let her rest, let her rest. And I'm like, 
this is this is exactly why this book should exist because we should be having a different kind of conversation and it not be this idea that anytime you speak of Whitney, it has to be some salacious thing. And we've been so, we've been so programmed to only think that way because it's all we really have kind of been fed. If we're being honest in a particular kind of way, because so much of her story was these tragedies that mm-hmm. now that you know there's been a lot of distance and we have sort of kind of circled back around to talking about people and ways in which, you know, we have reframed conversations. I wanted to do that for Whitney. So it really ultimately was me learning, you know, to stand on my own voice because there's so many people that were going to be expecting a book like this to be a particular thing. And secretly I'm like, it's not, but I also, (laughs) I just have to like kind of trust that somebody will go and get it or people will start talking about it, which I'm really grateful that that's been happening. But you know, there was that nagging voice. And also I saw it every time I would talk to somebody about it and they're like, Oh yeah. So, you know, what's the new tea? And I'm like, Oh God, you know, I wish that we could have a conversation about her that wasn't, you know, rooted in gossip. And we, we've been unable to for so long, right? Yeah, so uh, this is Shira. Hey, um, congratulations. Have you, you read Robin Crawford's book? And if so, how did that inform this one? Um, you know, Robin's book was beautiful. And what I loved the most about her book was she did that when she was ready. She told us that story when she was ready. Oh, but she yeah. also kind of knew that she she had to because this question was still coming up. You know, there was still this... Um, curiosity, right? Yes, obsession from some, but definitely this curiosity from the world about their dynamic and what that relationship was at a certain point in time. So for her to break 40 years of silence, I thought, okay, as somebody who loved Whitney as long as I have, as somebody who studied her as long as I have, and, you know, these were sort of my last questions that I had. You know, these are sort of the last things that they were left to really kind of uncover. I think the last few documentaries have been really well done, but they have introduced some new, very complicated portions Mm -hmm. of of Whitney's um, story. And so to have someone like Robin, who we knew there was a level of importance, but we also knew that there was a level of shame and there was a level of... um, dismissal around her importance to Whitney and her career that I was really thankful to have a book like that. But yeah, that book was, you know, for me, it was a reminder of, well, look, there doesn't have to be another traditional biography written about somebody because this person is also now sharing their story. Mm -hmm. But what it did give me permission to do was I wanted to treat the two of them like whole humans, which I'd never thought they were actually extended that grace Mm -hmm. ever. And, you know, as a queer man, I felt, okay, well, look, I know what that was like to, you know, tiptoe in the shadows in the summer and, like, have your first little fresh, you know, eh, romance stop, or whatever I'm triggered, Garrett. Eh. Garrett, I'm so triggered. And, you you know, don't have to do that. But, I wanted to write to that. <laughs> but, Garrick, really quickly, because we have to go to break. I understand that you had a conversation with Whitney face-to-face just days before her passing. Do you care to disclose what that was about, or do we have to read the book to get more details? I mean, you know, it's it's in the book, but it's it's it, honestly, it's not. It's there's no big secret about what that conversation was. The conversation yeah. was really, you know, me recognizing this this moment that was challenging, but also still me being like, I 
I love you. I care about mm-hmm. you. I think mm-hmm. you are amazing. Thank you for all you've given us. And, you know, the entire time I'm telling her all of this, she's just holding my hand and looking in my eyes. And I could oh. see, you know, yes, there's still sadness in this woman's eyes, but it was still that smile because she, you know, Whitney loved black people. You know what I mean? Like she, she sure loved did. love up on us. We need a longer month. so to have that moment, despite <laughs> everything that was happening, you know, around, um, that was really special to me. And, you know, yeah. there were so many questions around, like, Tell it all to us. Tell it all to us. And it's like, it's, I, I hate to, I hate to like spoil it, but it's not like some whole hour long. <laughs> right. It just was, you know, two, three minutes with someone who was also wondering where Brandy was and where Monica was. <laughs> and she knew that I was in the room and I was kind to her. And, and that was the moment that we shared. Well, that was author Garrett Kennedy. Didn't we almost have it all in defense of Whitney Houston is available everywhere. So make sure you go pick that up. What's coming up next, Ryan? Coming up next, we have our Yas Queen, and it's all about Oprah revealing the cast of the new Color Purple musical film. And honey, get your tissues ready, because the waterworks is here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 